to your mother it's time for another episode of birds with friends just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the eagles eating teams like bacon steaks and cheese it's philadelphia bowen shielding the cut kicking it cooler than two penguins till bows old arch nemesis greg cosell shows up and it gets real pull up a branch and chill it's time to get ill with some birds with friends the early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some birds with friends bowen for you're coming at you with stats and things flapping their wings. I'm gonna have the rest of my life with these kids. Wow. Get, we gotta get that in a drop uh, immediately. Let's edit that one out. That didn't come out quite. There's no editing. No, no editing yeah, on this that's podcast. That's the wonderful Birds with Friends. No editing. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Capania Week Part 2. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, no Capadia on this episode of Birds with Friends as we begin the daily podcasts to count you down and get you ready for Sunday's wild card round playoff game at the link against the Seattle Seahawks. The line has already moved from Eagles minus one to Seahawks minus one and a half. Is that right? That's the latest I saw. Well, there you go. Uh, we have heard since we last spoke at 2 a.m. Monday morning in Lindhurst, New Jersey. From the courtyard, now we can disclose the location since room we're no longer staying there. Uh, room 216, that's the bottom line because Zeberm said so. Uh, we have heard from Doug Peterson with several injury updates. We have heard from Mike Groh. We have heard from Jim Schwartz. The Eagles have made one roster move, signing Elijah Holyfield. And here we are. Lots to talk about, Zach. How are you? Happy New Year. I'm doing great. Happy New Year. Excited for this week. We'll do a little bird on the street. We'll give a uh, not a ton of questions, but we have a few in getting a bird in edgewise. Uh, and then that's about it. We'll keep it short today. There's a lot to get to this week. And we'll have Shield tomorrow so we can talk a little bit more about his uh, step-by-step game plan for the Eagles, a little bit of a squall 22. And he's going to do the step-by-step preview for the Seahawks, how they can defeat the Eagles. So uh, we'll go through that. On Thursday, we'll have a special guest. And on Friday, we will be uh, here with our full predictions. Are you allowed to share who the special guest is? Uh, it's, it's nice to keep it. Uh, you want the suspense. Yeah, it's nice okay. to keep it so suspense. tune in on Thursday. Yeah, uh, Maybe it's Pete Carroll. I don't believe it's Pete Carroll. Okay. Uh, and then Friday's app only. Friday's app only. And Sunday, will you, we'll have Shield, or, or will we not have Shield? I believe we will, but okay. uh, I don't want to speak for him. I think that's okay. Right. Yeah, it'll, we'll, we'll keep Shield around until about two in the morning. <laughs> okay, uh, Zach, why don't you run us through the spate of injuries suffered by the Eagles? Sure. Well, the big one is Brandon Brooks. Uh, Brandon Brooks, the Pro Bowl right guard, has a separated shoulder. And another injury, or it's there's more damage in there. The recently extended Brandon Brooks. Yes, correct. Has more damage in there than just the shoulder or, or just the separated shoulder. He needs surgery, uh, so he's out for the remainder of the postseason. Tough injury and, and tough with the way it happened. I don't know if, if you watched the game over again, but the extra point, it was like it was just looked completely unnecessary. They barreled into him. They like two guys barrel into him, knocked mm. him over. On the extra point, in any event, um, Brandon Brooks out for the year. Yeah, how about Pat Shermer calling those timeouts at the end of the game? Like Deshaun Hall sort of tears an ACL because Pat Shermer can't let it go. Like, yeah, you're he was, sending guys out there to get hurt. It's pretty, uh, pretty disrespectful, I would say. Well, certainly Deshaun Hall. Uh, these, these grown men. Yeah, certainly Deshaun Hall can't be happy about that because he's out for the season. Although he's probably happy to get reps, but he's also probably happy that Pat Shermer got fired. I don't know about that. I can't speak for Deshaun there. But injured, he, he tore his ACL in the last play. So that opened the roster spot that you said was used on Elijah Shermer had a year left on his contract, I believe. So he, he's going to get paid so he can still afford those dinners with you at Barkley Prime. I'm sure he had more than one year left on his contract. Oh, did he? That's my guess. I mean, they, they don't usually sign guys to three-year deals. Usually no, it's it four or three. five. Okay. Yeah, I could be wrong. Okay. Um. So well, you can ask him next time you see him. Next time I see him, sure. Uh, Miles Sanders is day to day with an ankle injury. Should be good. He's a tough guy, as Doug Peterson said. Doug Peterson classified it as good news. 
the injury. Yes. Good news on him and Avante Maddox. Yes. Avante Maddox, uh, who we're not sure what the injury is. They, who, they were looking at the upper body, but Doug didn't specify what that injury Do was. Do we think that they know what it is? Yes. I, okay. it was a funny joke you had in the beat back and forth. I'm not plugging it. I'm simply just mentioning yes, the beat okay. back and forth. Uh, and they both should play. Lane Johnson, the Eagles will see at the end of the week how he's feeling. He should return or he should practice some. He's recovering from that high ankle sprain that caused him to miss the past three games. And then Zach Ertz, who obviously missed Sunday's game, broken rib, a back injury. There's There are reports that he has a lacerated kidney. Doug Peterson would not confirm that report. But Doug Peterson did say that Zach Ertz is practicing this week, or they are going to incorporate him in practice. So I can't believe this. You think it's gamesmanship? I do. You don't anticipate Ertz playing? I would be shocked. You'd be shocked. So that's something we will monitor this week as well. Doug Peterson did have that comment last week where he said, if all goes right, we expect him, mm-hmm. him, him back next week. We'll see. Uh, so it looks like... Sanders is going to play. The big question now is Lane Johnson and Zach Ertz. So there's uh, there are there are two position groups that I think are in flux that we should talk about. Let's start with the offensive line. Um, no Brandon Brooks, mm-hmm. and of course the first meeting against the Seahawks five weeks ago was the game in which Lane Johnson was absent with a concussion, and Brandon Brooks left in the first quarter with uh, the anxiety related flare up. So that had the Eagles. Uh, Andre Dillard was getting turned around at right tackle, trying to write with his left hand, couldn't do it. And then that led to Vitae and Pryor playing together. It was an ugly scene, and the, and the Seahawks didn't even have Jadeveon Clowney in that game. Since then, I think Vitae has settled in a little bit better at right tackle. Uh, and, you know, the Eagles coaches always say that when he's got a full week of practice, it makes a bit of a difference. Pryor, uh, I have not rewatched the game yet, so I don't know how well he did, but it seemed like he did fine. Coaches did fine. said he did fine. So... I'm curious what they're going to do here. My guess is that it will be Lane and Vitae at right guard. but If Lane plays, yes. If Lane plays. But, well, I mean, my guess yeah. is that he will it, play. My guess, too. Th- that is conjecture. Um, but and, we will see if he practices. And I don't know. Like, we, I tried to ask Mike Grow about it today. Like, does Lane practicing this week affect the decision? Because if he's not going to practice, presumably it would be Vitae at right tackle and Pryor at right guard in practice. Do they want... Vitae to get the reps at right guard if he's going to play there. I mean, they could just have Vitae at right guard and prior right tackle in practice if they expect Lane's going to play. But uh, I don't know. This is going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm guessing it's Vitae at right guard. I don't believe the Eagles will put Matt Pryor as his first start of his career in the postseason unless they have to do that. Uh, Vitae. I think he's a better right guard. They've seen him in games now. They have seen him in games now. Uh, Vitae is, he was the right guard throughout the summer, has a lot of work in between Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. Uh, the team he trusts that much work. I mean, he, he has, practiced in the summer. You're right. He has two months of work. Yeah. Okay. Or a month and a half Not of work. Not live work, but yeah. 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 That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, more than Matt Pryor does. Yeah. I mean, I would still go with Opetta, but. You know, what do I know? I, know you I, I just yes. know everybody else who was good on the practice spot. <laughs> yes, correct. So that's going to be – that's that's a big deal for this game. Like, I'm glad you brought it up because the Seattle game, that, that we remember it as Carson's worst game of the season. It was. But a big part of Carson's worst game of the season was the offensive line was just yeah. bad that day. And it was because Brandon Brooks left early in the game. Lane Johnson wasn't playing. And the Eagles were a mess on the right side. I think that is the uh, the most important part of this game for the Eagles on offense is they have to they have to have the the offensive line short up. Yes, because the Seahawks pass rush is not good and has not been good most of the year. So uh, if they are if they are allowing a lot of pressure on Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. it's going to be a long a long evening. Agreed. Uh, the other one that I think is very interesting is what are they going to do at cornerback uh, because. As we said, Maddox with his mystery injury supposedly is going to play this week. Jalen Mills, who did not play last week, you know, water gun to my head. My guess is he's going to be back this my week. My guess is he's back too. Um, so what do they do? Rasul Douglas got to start at right cornerback last week and was targeted repeatedly by the Giants. But uh, we have seen them choose Douglas over 
Sidney Jones, certainly, and I don't know what they're going to do with Maddox. Maddox has not played on that right side in a game that I can remember. Even last year when he was playing on the outside, it was always on the left. Correct. Um, so I don't know if they would trust him there. But, I mean, Cravon LeBlanc looked like the most competent cornerback they have last week. I would be I would be tempted to play Mills, Maddox on the right, and – strap in the slot because i think uh, i think that might be their best their best option well, maybe mills could play on the right yeah that's a combination i wouldn't roll out i i don't see leblanc playing over maddox uh so if if right that's I, why I, yeah. I think maybe maddox on the outside that i could see jim schwartz today we're 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 taping this on tuesday after jim schwartz's press conference and Jim Schwartz praised LeBlanc, said he was a big part of that win. Uh, they really like him for his tackling, how physical he is. That's going to be a big part of this game on Sunday. When you play against the Seahawks, you know it's going to be a physical game. Uh, that's, that's always kind of been their MO. And so you, you want a guy who can tackle and LeBlanc does that well. And the slot cornerback is important in run support. So. I, I could see them going with that alignment. Now, if they, that's only if they have Maddox on the outside. If Maddox is in the slot, or if, if Maddox is not on the outside, I don't see LeBlanc playing over him in the slot. Well, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Uh, I, I think we sort of know that, but that's why I think I wouldn't be surprised if, if they'd go Maddox on the outside. I guess water gun in my head, my guess is it will still just be Mills, Douglas, and Maddox, but yes, I don't know. Now, there are people, not, I'm not saying me, when I say people, we were, we were just in the media room, people speculating about this. So mm-hmm. I'm not using, you know, like when you're in a press conference, they say, people say this about you, right. and it's just general. We've heard people today argue that Sidney Jones should be starting based on the way he's playing over Russell Douglas. Do you buy that? Um, it's not that I don't buy it. I would just, I would rather play Maddox. Okay. I don't know. I mean, Sidney Jones has played well. It would certainly be a, a crazy thing. I mean, we they chose Maddox over yeah. Jones last week. They literally just made this decision. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that will happen. I was uh, I was driving in the work today. I was on seventy six, and there was a billboard. Um, it, it wasn't an official Eagles partner because they didn't have. Do you think there's somebody out there in the world named Billboard? Probably right. Probably. Um, so, the, so there was a billboard and it had three jerseys up there. It wasn't an official Eagles partner because they weren't real Eagles jerseys. It was just like green with the numbers. Okay. And it was 91. There was one other number, maybe 11 or 86. And then there was 22. And I'm thinking, how did Sidney Jones get yeah. on that billboard? I thought that was... Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. This is it just it just seemed really random. I was thinking for a second. Wait, twenty two? Why is twenty two up there? I see all kinds of people on LinkedIn with the name Bill Board. I'm glad you're on that because I was discussing something else. I was Roanoke, pertaining, Virginia, Greater New York. Yeah, Virginia. I was discussing something pertaining to the Eagles. Roanoke, Virginia, relevant to our conversation. There's two guys in the Roanoke, hey. Virginia area named Bill Board. What do you know? What do you know? Uh, he's not on the Seahawks. He's not on the Eagles. So I'm not thinking about Bill Board right now. Well, he should be. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So Sidney Jones has been playing well these 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 past few games. I think that... A testament to you. Not a testament to me, but just... Uh, I think Seattle's most dangerous against the Eagles, at least, when they're spreading you out and throwing the ball. Uh, they They have decent receivers. Russell Wilson is outstanding. There's... Whatever superlatives you want to use are applicable this week. That's how good Russell Wilson is. And then, uh, and when the game's in his hand, I, I feel like they're, they're better. And that's how you challenge the Eagles. Jim Schwartz was asked today about the missed opportunities that Seattle had in that game. And by, I, I don't want to speak for you, but you and I both kind of had the takeaway that that 17 nine game. Was that what the final was, 17 yes, yes. It could have been much worse. Sure. Um, and Schwartz said that there was one pass that Russell missed that yeah, won't happen. Wide open Jacob Hollister yeah. in the end zone. But he said there were other passes that they were – you can call them drops, but they would have been real tough catches. Uh, my recollection of that is is they were plays that DK Metcalf could have made. I think Metcalf had two drops that would have been touchdowns, right? Or near touchdowns? Well, one that was that was definitely hit his hands and that was a drop. That was the um – 
the trick play that they had. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so I'm sorry. I was just what responding to text. No, I had a text from 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 someone who needed who. It, it doesn't matter. Um, Spit it out. No. Is it about your honeymoon? No, I can assure you, it's it's about uh, steak dinner with Pat Shermer. No, it's a reporting question. So, sorry. Is it like an ethical question? No, no, no. It's 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 someone's looking for a contact. Someone's looking for a number. Oh, for okay. someone. That's, yeah. yeah, that's not as interesting. Yeah, it's not interesting. I was hoping it was going to be an ethical thing. Like, is it ethical to uh, to create a uh, fake burner account and pretend that it's somebody else's? No, that would not be ethical. Okay. I, that's something that I would have a very strong stance against. Uh, but I, I don't know if that's happened or not. Um, so, uh, as we were saying, <laughs> the, the Seattle game... Uh, this is a team that that can really beat you through the air if they want to. The question is, and Shio can speak to this much better than I can, sometimes they don't want to. It seems like they really kind of commit to trying to beat you with with the ground or or with the running backs. I believe every time they hand the ball off in and not put the ball in Russell Wilson's hands is a win for the Eagles this week. I think it is one of the it is it is one of the reasons for optimism for the Eagles in this game is the way that the Seahawks are going to play, the way that they want to play and like their their general uh freneticness. Is that a word? Fren- yeah, I'd say frenetic nature, but yeah. Okay. Uh but I in I, terms I, of coaching, like everything is always a surprise to them. And the fact that they're not going to go for it on, you know, fourth and two, th- those little margins will be in the Eagles' favor in this game. We'll see. Uh, who's the sixth team in the AFC? Titans. Yeah, the Titans. No, yep, Titans. Bills. Oh, Bills. Okay. Don't forget the Bills. All right, Zach. I got an impromptu stork rank for you. Sure. Let's do it. How would you, how would you rank you have to win one game, the 12 quarterbacks in the playoffs? You have to win one game. You have with to the win th- one game. Which quarterback? Which quarterback do you line up with? I'll read them off to you. Yep. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz, Drew Brees, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Ryan Tannehill, Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen. That's a good question. So, am I taking them in their offenses or just like because that matters? You know, who are your receivers? Who's your coach? Of those quarterbacks, which one do I like the most? Just a quarterback. You're you're going in dark. All you can do is take the quarterback. Probably Patrick Mahomes. Patrick yeah. Mahomes or Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson would be your number two. I would go Mahomes one. Would you go Rodgers two? Or because of of those uh, of your Rodgers Breeze. Now, Brady. like the, the the Lamar one is interesting because you do like he if you if yeah. if you're getting his whole offense, I'm taking Lamar. Yeah, but it's true that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would just go Mahomes one, and then I I would really need to think hard about two. Rodgers, I mean, what, Breeze in that offense at home is so tough. Who also, cares about at home. Yeah, all right, all right, or on a neutral field. I mean, okay. Breeze, oh, yeah. yeah, Breeze is, is. Let's just do the NFC. Let's just do the NFC. Okay, where do you think Carson Wentz ranks as the quarterbacks in the NFC? And read those quarterbacks again. Trust, trust most: Wilson, Rodgers, Wentz, Breeze, Cousins, Garoppolo. Uh, well, I put Cousins sixth. Uh, all, both Garoppolo and Wentz have not started a postseason game yet. You love so, you love playoff experience. No, I don't love playoff experience. I'm just saying, like big games. You, you know, there's. But you love you love uh, someone who has done it before. Like you know, you love that Mike McCarthy is a Super Bowl winning head coach. That's not true, actually. I don't. I I don't put a lot of stock in the, into. Just, to, but I put a lot of stock into, like, if you've done it a number of times, I like, the, I like the Tim moments. Schwartz's answer on this. Yes, he and he, asked, he's absolutely right. He was asked about Russell Wilson's playoff experience. He said, "Well, we do too. We have yes, and, and he's and he's absolutely point. right. And I think it's applicable to the Eagles. What I put stock in is is guys who've been on that stage in big moments before. The moment is not too big for them. So I put stock in." The, if they've come through enough, I think That's realistically you probably have to rank Wentz fourth. So I would put I put Wentz ahead of Garoppolo. So easily, yes. So I would go. I'm I'm going from back to front. I'm going uh, Cousins, Garoppolo, Wentz. Okay, and then I'd go probably. 
I don't know. Wilson Rogers Breeze is tough. Like, what order would you go in? I'd go Wilson. I'd go Wilson Rogers Breeze. I think I would too. Yeah. I think I would too. But that's what I'm saying. Your your offense matters. Your personnel matters. Like I think I if, Rogers if, has not been great, but if if you put Wilson in a different offense, I think he's even better. Is my point. Yeah, I agree so with that. now and, and and I think where you're playing matters. Breeze is so tough in New Orleans. I uh, really like this game. I really think is just going to come down to at some like it's going to come down to Russell Wilson has the ball with a chance to win, and the Eagles are going to have to stop him. Well, if that happens, then I'm picking. I I, I would I go think Seattle so too. I think yeah. so too. Or they have to let him score quickly enough that Carson Wentz gets another chance. That's mm-hmm. like that's that's what this game's going to mm-hmm. come down to, right? Although the we Seahawks probably are going to play a close game. That's yep. what they always do. Yep. We probably thought that I I wasn't with you guys. I did listen to your podcast then before Super Bowl Fifty Two, and you didn't listen to every episode. You know, you know. No, no, I did listen to the um, pre. I'm, I, I definitely did not listen to every episode. I was. I was doing my own work at the time. Um, Not as full of a life that you were living. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were, there were a lot of nuances that I did not pick up on until I uh, was in this chair. Uh, but anyways, I think we all thought that going into the Super Bowl, that the team that had the ball last would win, but not Shield, who, pick, who picked the Brandon Graham Strips, uh, Brandon Graham Strips now, Act. I, I will have to say, I also predicted something. I also predicted the same thing. It just wasn't quite as prescient. It wasn't I also, as... I also predicted a uh, Brady Strips Act on the game's final possession, but certainly mm-hmm. not near the uh, propheticness of Shields. I think I said it was going to be a Chris Long force fumble. That's, that's a Shout good pick. Shout out to Chris Long for reading The Athletic, I heard. Appreciate it. I mean, I am, told me on Twitter. I'm I'm going to take 30 seconds here to just just praise Chris Long as a as Super a, Bowl champion. You kiss the ring. No, as a commentator, as like I think he's really good in identifying things and in explaining them in a way that and and he's entertaining. Uh, I try to consume his 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 podcast whenever I can, and I think he's he's just really good at it. So. Uh, his Eagles insight is 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 usually pretty spot on. Uh, I'm afraid I have some bad news for you, and that is that Shiel is already the official uh, Chris Long fan of Birds with Friends. So you're going to have to back off. He's going to be upset at you trying to. Is that a thing? Trying is to that, get in on his corner. Is that a thing? He's always been a Chris Long guy. Okay. I uh, I spoke to Chris. He's Long. He's going to be mad at you tomorrow. So so my Chris Long appreciation story is. In 2008, 2008, Chris Long was a rookie with the Rams. I was covering um, Virginia football at the time, mm-hmm. and they had just uh, fired his. Uh, they had just fired Al Gro, and a year Mike, after firing Mike Gro, yeah, a year after that. So, th- so actually, no. So, I'm sorry. This was. This was 2000. This was after the 2009 season. I covered two years ago. Okay. So after the 2009 season, so Chris Long was in his second year in the league at the time, and they had just fired Al Gro. And uh, I'm doing a story and try. You know, I have a list of names who who are like our possibilities for the job. Probably guys named Mike. Actually, they hired Mike London. So you're absolutely right. Um, and uh, this is unreal. Yeah. And so I. Uh, I was trying to get in touch with Chris Long and he, he called me back on his way from, on his way home from, from Rams practice or whatever one day and spoke to me for must have been 20 minutes. He was, and he was 30 minutes. He was great. Like it was really appreciated then. And so he, he came through in a big way for us. He, he really kind of articulated what Al Gro meant to that program. Did you ever talk to him after about that conversation when he was with the Eagles? I, I guess and no, like I did, but I didn't want to like I didn't want to come off. But did you say much. like we 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 spoke? Uh, I I went up to him. I said I I used to cover UVA, and mm-hmm. actually you helped me out in a big way about this. And uh, I mean, you know how many interviews Chris Long does? He he probably didn't. It didn't really register, okay. or, or it didn't. I don't think it was a big deal to him. Maybe it was, I, or or maybe he appreciated. Maybe he didn't. He did, he did not. But I wanted to express my appreciation to him. Then this is when he first got here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, so I've, I've 
appreciated Chris Long going back to 2009. Listen, you're going to have to fight Shield on this one. Yeah, there can only yeah, be he one. gave really keen insight onto the nature of that job and the specifics of uh, of the, uh, of things. But that's a tangent we really didn't need to go down. My, You're the one who did it. Yeah, I, I regret it in hindsight. I was just, I was simply saying Chris Long has really good analysis. I said I want thirty seconds to praise him, and I didn't mean to go into the Chris Long story. But that's that. John Dorsey officially out as Browns GM, according to Mary Kay Cabot, after declining to take a diminished role. A lot of well-run organizations out there. I mean, listen, I'm not crying over John Dorsey, but. Uh, what do you make of the uh, What do you make of the NFC East news? Of the NFC East news, so I still think the Giants are Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio, the tandem in Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious to see to see who's who's running personnel there. I think that's going to matter. But I, I, I think Ron, I think Ron Rivera is a good coach. I think um, he's an okay. Coach. I want to know who his offensive coordinator is going to be. I, I wonder if they want that to keep. That doesn't scare me. I wonder if they want to keep Kevin O'Connell as the offensive coordinator. From what I've read from reports down there, uh, they they like Kevin O'Connell. They they think he's a good young coordinator, has rapport or has worked now with Dwayne Haskins. So maybe they do that. Maybe they were looking for a defensive minded coach to try to keep some continuity there. Who knows. Uh, but I, I think Rivera's a good coach. Yeah, he's he's fine. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be uh, great for them. Rivera spoke I mean, at it'll a. It'll be. It'll be. Uh, it'll be a little bit more difficult to beat them than it would have been otherwise. On a game. On a game by game basis, I just don't think there's there's long term success coming. I heard Rivera speak at a uh, at a symposium at Penn. No surprise. Back in uh, it was a symposium for for um, like perspective. NFL, it was for NFL uh, coaches, like uh, assistant coaches who would go on to become head coaches. Okay. They had a th- and bunch of guys named Mike. <laughs> I, I'm sure there were, there were mics there. Um, but he gave really good insight on how important it is for the coach to have the pulse of the locker room and to build the relationships with the, with the locker room. And, uh, and it's something that he, he thought so Chip he Kelly needed- was not there that day. No, Chip was not there that day. Dave Phipp was there for the Eagles, and they had what? I forget. so there was one assistant coach from each team and one guy from personnel on each team who was there. Uh, and I forget at the moment the personnel guy who who was there. Wish I remember. Maybe it was Anthony Patch. Not positive, but anyways, he was really talking about how early on in his coaching tenure he didn't appreciate enough kind of how important uh it, it was to have that pulse of the locker room okay um and then there's uh the cowboys who apparently have still not come to a resolution as of this recording with jason garrett well the thing with jason garrett is that his contract his contract is, is expiring so they technically yeah but they can just mean, let it expire yeah you but know? they're still he just had a long meeting with yeah. Jerry Jones. So they haven't happened. announced that, but they yeah, haven't but given it an extension. Like it's not a done deal yet. They're, they're, they'll make a coaching change. Okay. Opinion. And then the Giants. The Giants, I still think they're going to hire Matt Rule. I, you think I, so? I've been saying that for how long? You've been saying it for a while. Yeah. I think they're just going to hire somebody uh, who like went to a Patriots game once. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. What else is going on? Anything else Eagles wise? Anything we learned from the coordinators today? Oh, what about Elijah Holyfield? Yes, yeah, so the Eagles signed Elijah Holyfield. Slowest as you said running at the back top in the of this podcast. Four seven eight forty, right? Yeah. Four, or was it four seven six? Four seven eight. Four seven eight. But really productive at Georgia. Uh, Who I do you think was, D'Angelo Henderson like peed on in the? Yeah, in so the D'Angelo Eagles Henderson and I pointed this out staff. in the beat back and forth this morning um, that Henderson is. Yeah, is two years older than he's any 27 Eagles. years old. He's, 27. What is he he's two doing years here? older than any Eagles running back. Uh, so, yeah. So you would think that he'd be he's he's here in case you have an emergency yeah. at the position. Now, now that you said, asked what. So the Eagles probably have two roster spots to to add, putting Deshaun Hall and presumably Brandon Brooks on injured reserve. And you asked in the beat back and forth what I would do with those positions. One, I thought a running back was an yep. obvious answer because Sanders is dinged. Who knows if Jordan Howard can play? You need another body there. Yeah. Um, so Holyfield makes sense, I guess. But you know, 
it is what a tough day to be D'Angelo Henderson. Now there was a time um, earlier in this in so this was I think 2013 season maybe when the Eagles had a, a roster spot late in the year and they signed Jerome Couplin instead. Ooh, Os- off, the the Osprey off of the it, it was either 13 or 14. I think it was 13. And they signed him off of the Lions practice squad instead of promoting a safety from their own practice squad. Mm. And I asked uh, someone inside the building why they did this. Why not just promote your guy who knows? And right. the answer that I was I was given was that uh, they really want this guy going forward. They wanted Copeland going forward, or, or I'm sorry, Copeland going forward. Right. And the only way they could get him was by bringing him to their was by bringing right. the other guy was already in the building he got, yeah right. the, and he was not being signed off their practice squad by someone else and they would presumably sign this guy to the to a futures contract at the end of the year but the only way they could get coupling was by bringing him onto they the are then re- later released him and that was a conscious uncoupling correct they released him on the day that i was flying to north dakota uh, do a big Carson Wentz story because wow. I had a a Jerome Couplin story. Oh my god! In, in the I had met with Couplin during the off season to uh, do a piece on him, like an off the field piece, and it was all ready to go. Oh no! And, and they yeah they cut him. So, uh, but I don't think that is the case this time so because they think, actually need a body. Yeah, they they need a body, but I don't think Holyfield. They, I don't think they brought in Holyfield. Thinking like they're giving him meaningful snaps. I think he's here because they think if somebody needs to play to carry the ball, they would rather it be him than Henderson. That's interesting. I mean, there's no other read on it. Well, because, yeah, he's insurance short term and you want him in the building going forward. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we'll see if they make another move. I would presume that they will. What do you think of my Alex Ellis idea? But they already have Richard Rodgers. I think you forgot about Richard Rodgers. I did not forget about Richard Rodgers. You think they need a fourth tight end? Well, no, I'm saying you can just say Perkins. You can say Perkins is a wide receiver and have three tight ends. If what? you think, if you think that Ertz is is not, if you think Ertz is not going to play, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I don't co- think they need. I don't think they need another. I, I was they just, already chose Richard Rodgers over Alex over Alex Ellis. I was. Hi, I like what you said about Davis. Deshaun if, Davis. Yeah. yeah. If they have I mean, that's just – he, he's the yeah. only – they've everybody who you would want to promote from the practice squad to make sure you keep because you think he's an interesting prospect has already been promoted. Yes. So it's like if there's anybody, it's, it's just because they can help a little bit on game day. So this is uh, – in 2017, the year they won the Super Bowl, and they had injuries that year too, as, as mm-hmm. we all know. Do you know uh, here, do you know how many practice squad promotions they had? How many promotions they had? Players they signed mm. off their practice. I would squad. thought you were going to give me a two can. Can you give me the two can? You who the ten practice squad players are were on the Super Bowl team? You think I, you could find that? Yeah, I, I'd love to try to guess. I can do that, but I I, I think right now we should stay on point. Okay. okay, so so how many do you think they? I have? don't usually get to be the one guessing in the two can. You that's okay. Why. Um, how many do they have? Let's see. I'm trying to think by and position. I, I bring this now, up. one would have been Nate Sudfeld. Yes, correct. Uh, running back, I don't think so. I'll just give you the answer if it's better radio or better. Wide radio. receiver, I don't think so. Nobody comes to mind. Tight end, nobody. Offensive line, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to guess two. Yeah, so they had three that year. Okay. And, and compared to this year, when they've made 15 transactions – with 14 players, I, I believe, or no, no, less. Than, I had it in last week's eight-point lead. 15 transactions with 11 players okay. from the practice squad. Yeah, several uh, guys have been bumped have up been, twice. Yeah. Greg Ward, and so, Bruce Hector. Yeah, so that year they had three. The year they won the Super Bowl, three. Uh, Nate Sudfeld, Nick Gary, Nick and, Gary, yeah, and Justin right. Hamilton. Uh, two of those guys ah, are still One here. of the hams. Yeah, so I bring that up because – uh, the Eagles really didn't use their practice squad for these purposes in in right. fifteen and sixteen. I think part of the shift here has been, or I'm sorry, in sixteen and seventeen. I think part of the shift here is is they really hit on some veteran signings early on, and they thought the way they needed to go was with was with veterans. And I think one thing they're learning is that uh, you're not going to hit on all those signings. And a mistake well, they've made this year is going absolutely with, right. Is going with the older guys as opposed to going with young guys in your building. And so I think you've seen a philosophical shift right before your eyes. That's why I brought that point up. 
I think that's fair. I think that is a lesson that is a hard one for them to have learned. I'm not so sure that they have learned it yet. We'll see what they do in the offseason. Uh, can you pull up the practice squad players on the Super Bowl? I'm curious. Sure. Uh, okay. By the way, in the uh, New Year's resolutions that you asked for, I think people didn't like this part. Or, or maybe they did. Or maybe it was just a very vocal minority. Well, no, they just didn't like the uh, one, the head coaching one from the other night. Oh, in, 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 in the postgame. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but so you know they can the week all of the Super Bowl, uh, go fly you, a kite. Yeah, so you want the the week of the Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm curious who the I'm ten players on the practice squad were. Okay. Greg Ward would have been one of them. Yes, he would have been. I can name a few of them just from being there that week. I remember. Uh, let's see. Let's get to your your questions. There's not much else to talk about current Eagle stuff, right? Uh, no, I I I, I think we really covered the the. Uh, the big things, you know, off offensive line, Carson was a big topic today. Uh, then the, the cornerbacks playing Russell Wilson, things of the, of, of that nature. One thing I wanted to say that, that, um, after we had recorded the podcast the other night that I don't think we spent time on that occurred to me as I was driving home is, uh, I do think that there's, this has been a, a fun end of the season. Like this, this team that has been sort of a pain for fans to watch and sort of like a boring mm-hmm. team to watch for the first three quarters of the season. The I think player? part of the, you know, some guys in the locker room saying those, like those practice squad guys have given the team a little bit of juice and stuff yeah. like that. But I think it has also, you now obviously it's part of it is because they're winning games, but I think beyond that, it has also turned into, a fun team down the stretch that uh, even when they were winning games early in the season, it wasn't, wasn't so fun. I agree with you. I agree. So, uh, all right. I have the 2017 practice squad here. Okay. Give me the, some positions. of these guys you're not going to get. Give or, me the or, or, I'm sorry. Not some of them. One of them you won't get the other guys. You will probably. Okay. Give me the positions. Okay. There were three wide receivers, three wide receivers. There were two offensive guards. There was one safety. There were two corners. Oh, I'm sorry. There were two safeties and there were two corners and there was one tight end. I think the Trey Sullivan was one of the safeties. Yes, bingo. Um, two guards. There were three receivers. Three receivers. Okay, I got Greg Ward. You should get the receivers. I mean, I mean, I mean, one of them was was a guy who uh, was very um, he he. You could always spot him. He was out. He was out going in the locker room. Spot him. Hmm. Was that he's he was not, very tall. No, no, no. He wasn't tall. He was very fast. He's not playing in the NFL now, but he's a public figure. He's a public figure. Oh, Bryce Trey. Yes. Nice. Okay. Was that a good hint? That was good. Okay. Um, and then one of the receivers is from Charlottesville, Virginia. From Charlottesville, Virginia. Yes, because when the Charlottesville thing was going on that oh, year, oh, that's this right, guy was also someone you could talk to. I remember that. He went to James Madison, I believe. Oh, yes, Rashard Davis. Exactly. He went okay. to James Madison, right? Yes, that's okay. correct. Uh, okay, so then the the corners, um, you should get both corners. Uh, one of them, Shield really likes. Deontay, or Devontae Bowsby. Yep. And then one of and them, you the really other like. one, uh, yes, um, DJ dead. Killing. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Uh, the tight end went to college with Trey Sullivan. That's ah, Billy Brown. Correct. Um, so now we're down to the two guards and the last safety. The last safety you won't get because he's the only one I, well, actually I shouldn't say that. See. You might get him. Okay. I, I wouldn't have, have, have gotten this okay. guy. He's the only one of the 10 that I never spoke to. Uh, the two guards will go with one of them was here for a few years. He dates back to the Chip Kelly era. Uh, oh. yeah, he was around a lot. Nice guy. Really nice guy. Played garden center, wore glasses. Oh, Josh Andrews. Correct. The other guard, undrafted rookie. You see, it's much better when I do this because I'm, you know, in, in, in the sense that it's not just. It goes quicker. It's just not pausing yeah, while people are fair. driving. Uh, the other guard, uh, was an undrafted rookie who the Eagles gave a lot of money to, relatively speaking, in the undrafted market. Mm. Uh, so they liked him that, that, that year went to college with Donnell Pumphrey. Oh, um, ooh. has the name, same name as an NFL Hall of Famer, but spelled differently. Or a similar name, I should say. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, Daryl Green, or or Darrell Green, rather. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Is it is it Daryl or Darrell? 
I spoke to him. I spoke to him that year. I honestly don't remember. And then the safety. Where did he go to school? The safety. Yeah, I have to look this up because this is a guy who I never spoke to. He went to Finley College. Ooh, that's fun. Um, I got the Eagles must have signed him really late in the year. Okay, give me his initials. Uh, Let's see if I can get it. Well, he's got he's got a hyphenated last name. Ooh, H J Q. Oh, uh, Harold Jones Cordy. Correct. From the Chicago Bears, they signed him. Correct. Well, yeah, he had he had been, been on, on the Bears. Yes. Yes, during the regular season, or in 2015, 2016. He was with the Jets. He also had year. glasses. Yeah, uh, and this is no disrespect to him. I just I don't believe I had a conversation with him. I don't think yet. he'll take any disrespect. Um, if, if he is listening. He's got uh, a Super Bowl ring. But that was a good game. That was a good game. The... Injured reserve guys are interesting on, on that. Randall game. Goforth. Yep. And then one other IR guy, or, or there's two other IR guys that are hard to get because they didn't actually play in games for the Eagles that year. Give them to me. Well, don't give them to me. Give me the clues. Okay. One of them, real good talker, uh, was with the team during this preseason as well. Always gets hurt in the preseason. So he's always, he's always around here. <laughs> uh, went to Stanford. This year? He was with the team at some point this year, whether it was Oh, oh, Aziz Shitu. Correct. And then the and then the other one uh was a wide receiver who got hurt during the summer before you were here, so you wouldn't have known. Uh his name uh, is Dom Williams. Uh that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh let's get to the questions, which we don't have much of. Many of. Few of. <laughs> we don't have many of them. We have yeah. Okay. Uh, we have some resolution, show resolution suggestions from Joe. He says, uh, Zach, stop apologizing for jokes two seconds after making them and then explaining that you have a lot of respect for that team slash organization slash player. That's a fair one. And I got to tell you, uh, my wife agrees with that one. I, uh, sometimes you got, sometimes people deserve it. You got yeah. to give them what they do, what they have coming. And and she's like, you don't have to show respect for every single person. So I say that to you all the time. You, you tell me that as well. Uh, resolution for Bo: more T Public merch. That's exactly right. We do need more. We we do need more merch. Uh, Zach should try to increase the amount of time per episode he complains about ha- not talking about football. It's what the people want. So they want me to talk more football. They want me to no, no, steer you back on course. No, or? they want you to talk less football. Wait. No, no, again. no. They want you to increase the amount of times you complain that we're not talking about football. So they want me to complain more. On Correct. The pod. Correct. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't like complaining in general. So I will not complain. Uh, Frank wants us to evaluate. Our level of confidence about this Eagles team versus the team in 2017 entering the playoffs. Uh, all right, that's a without, good question. Without you know knowing what happened, that's a good question. Uh, so going into the playoffs in 2017, I really liked that defense. Thought that defense was was strong. Um, to quite strong. Strong to quite strong. Yeah, now they they slipped up in the Giants game that 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 year, week uh, fifteen. Um, but they played great against the Raiders. Well, actually, no, they didn't. They Amari Cooper took them. Mm. The, but besides Cooper, they 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 played well. Had the uh, game changing. It was a Darby who had the interception along the right sideline. I believe that's the right. Game. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, so I I I, I like them. I like them being home throughout. I picked them to beat the Falcons that, that year, um, and I like their running game. Uh, so I, I thought the 2017 team was better all around except the quarterback. Yeah, I would say that my – my. I mean, I certainly did not think they were going to win the Super Bowl, but I had at a little bit – At the start of the – or going yeah, at okay. the start of at the start of the playoffs. That's what we're. Okay. That's what he's asking for. Is at gotcha. the start of the playoffs. Well, I think they had a better chance of winning the Super Bowl than this year's team does. Yeah, no doubt. Yes, I thought. Well, I mean, first off, they had to win one fewer game, which is so critical. Yeah, and they were going to be at home both times. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, one resolution from Justin that we now, do a live pod this, of Pasifisios. I, I wasn't on the pod then. Um, if the miracle at the Meadowlands didn't happen. Uh, I'm sorry, not the miracle of the Meadowlands. The miracle in Minnesota. 
didn't happen. Mm. I think the Saints would have beaten the Eagles that year in the championship game. Well, that's because you kissed Sean Payton's ring. I'm not kissing Sean Payton's ring. I just thought that was that was that would have been a tough matchup for the Eagles that year. Yeah, potentially. So, but you know, Sean Payton would have found a way to complain about a loss but all as, season long somehow. As you know, you can only play the team that's on your schedule. That's all you can do is yes. play who's on your schedule. Exactly. As uh, Phil Martelli said back in 2004. Uh, Doug wants a nickname for Deontay Burnett. That's easy. It's Deontay Wildest. I like that's that. his nickname. I spoke over you when you, when you were giving the Pastaficio one. What was that? A resolution for us to do a live pod at Pastaficio's. I don't know if they'll I would love to do that. willing to do that. But. Yeah, I would love to do that. Um, uh, David wants to know which five Eagles will suffer career-ending injuries on Sunday. Well, I'll tell you what. I think that this is why the Eagles signed Elijah Holyfield. I think Carson Wentz wanted somebody who could bless the field that they play on and oh, so that's stop the, the Eagles from having injuries. So they signed a guy whose name is Holy Field. I'll sell that. I joke. think Wentz. <laughs> I think yeah. Wentz. That's what he wants. Yeah, it's um, a Carson Wentz appeasement signing. Uh, kill a cow. If the Eagles win the Super Bowl, will the two of you and Sheil take a trip to Zach's undisclosed honeymoon location? <laughs> I think uh, no, but I will. I will say this: with I am, I'm going to commit to this on Shields' behalf, whether he likes it or not. If the Eagles make the Super Bowl, the three of us will drive down to Miami. No. No. And do a podcast no. on the drive. No. That yes. is so inefficient with our time. Well, no, I, it's so unlikely. I am not committing, I'm committing to, it. to it. All right. You can drive down and call me up. I will be No, there. you're in. Bo, the three of us are Bo, in. I am not agreeing to that whatsoever. The three of us are doing it. I am not agreeing to that. They're not going to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not agreeing. Have a little fun. I'm not agreeing to that. Um, that takes. Shields in. He just texted me. He's in. He's in? Yeah. All right. Well, then you and Shield can try. If Shield's in, will you be in? No. No. Shield's in. You're in. I'm doing it. I'm signing up on your behalf. The three of us will drive to Miami. No. We're not, we don't have to drive home. We'll fly home. No. I, I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm not agreeing to that. You have – I'm trying to think here. We're doing it. All right. You have 312 hours, basically, between the time oh, – no, more than that. Um it's two weeks. There's two. There's a week off. Yeah, but all right. So when you're there, from I'll here, tell you what. I, I I'll drive the whole way. No, it's not even that. It's it's you have 144 hours in the Super Bowl city before the game kicks off. Okay, every single uh, hour there matters. We'll get so we'll get there before the 144 hours. Then you're missing access on Saturday. You're missing. All right, you know. So, so when we're doing it, drive. So we're doing I'll, it. I'll give you an example. Something that happened Friday, Super Bowl, uh, the, the Friday we're in Philly before the Super Bowl. And it's the end of the week. People are preparing to go to. This is such an wait, unlikely thing. Why can't you just commit? Let me just tell you this. People are preparing to go to Minnesota, traveling at the last minute. No one wants to come to the locker room <laughs> on Friday, right? It's Friday. All right. And you know what happens? Carson Wentz who hasn't spoken publicly since staring his ACL, okay, walks out, stands by his locker, is ready for questions. Not everyone was there that day, okay? Not everyone was there. We'll still be there on Friday. Uh, Saturday, there's access too. We're doing it, Zach. If the Eagles make the Super Bowl, we're driving down to Miami. Saturday, I had a chance to... To talk to Doug Peterson. Like, uh, yes. Yeah. I, I'm, a few of us met with Doug that Saturday. Yeah, no. I was there too. Yeah, exactly. So you miss that. We don't miss that. We're still driving. I'm not, I'm not agreeing. We leave Saturday evening. Right, we stay over somewhere. We drive all day Sunday. We get there. Guess what? What if something happens when you're in the plane? You can't, you can't track it down. But if you're in the car. They have Wi-Fi. If you're in the car and I'm driving, you can do your due diligence. Why can't you just accept this? Not a hard no. It's so unlikely. Yeah, I'm not ready to accept it right now. I'm not ready to accept it yet. 
I'm, I'm just... Uh, I'm accepting it on your behalf. I will browbeat you into this. I will not take no for an answer, and Sheila's coming along for the ride. You love long car rides for some reason. I do love long car rides. Uh, Mr. E says three times as many bird puns for 2012. 2020. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Is Mr. E your burner account? No. Okay. Uh, and I think that's uh, that's all the questions. Anything else you want to get off your chest? What are you doing for uh, New Year's tonight? Uh, New Year's, I'm having my uh, my my siblings, a few of my siblings, and their spouses over. Not having uh, having three of my five siblings and their spouses over. Nice. And my nephews. And, nice. And uh, it'll be an early New Year's Eve because the kids are young, and so the kids will be going to sleep early. And I have a story that I'm I'm working on that. I'm not going to finish before anyone gets to the house, so I might need to finish it afterwards or mm. wake up early tomorrow morning at some point. I want to get the story up early in the morning. Okay. Or not early. I, I want to get the story up before the day kind of starts mm. tomorrow. So That makes sense. Uh, so the story, I'll probably finish the story in the morning, frankly. You prefer to, you prefer to work early morning than late night. I do. Uh, podcast listeners probably are not surprised by that. Mm. I like getting up. And early. they're probably not surprised that I'm the opposite. Yes, yes. My mind is sharp. Like, like the minute I wake up, my, my mind is pretty sharp. Oof. The minute um, I wake up, my the minute yeah. I wake up, I will not wake up really for another ninety minutes. You know when my mind is not sharp? Like, yes. After I I've just written like a two thousand word story, I've been working throughout the day, and all I want to do is just like decompress instead. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what the podcast is for decompression. Instead, I'm being asked to guess every mic <laughs> or every coach that made the playoffs yeah. in their first. <laughs> oh, yeah, I I was listening to that podcast on the drive back uh, yesterday, or was yeah uh, on the drive back yesterday morning, and I'm thinking like, oh god, I I did not have a good show. One of my New Year's resolutions is to be better on the podcast, to speak more clearly, as I said last week. Uh, speak more authoritatively and that was not a good performance so that was that was one that will not go in my best of uh my best of column what are you guys gonna do for dinner tonight um you said you'd have been tossing around the idea of ordering some meatballs i have meatball wait i said that you said that i don't recall saying that but uh, was that not the case i don't think there will be meatballs but okay I had meatballs last night, so oh, how nice for you. Yes, we're still without heat. Yes, in the How's, wolf household. You see, I, I I try not to dig too much into your personal life on the podcast. I prefer having these conversations off air. But if you want to discuss it, the floor is yours. We've been at, without heat for like a week and a half. But you haven't been home enduring it. Not the whole time. Yeah. We're gonna have to. We can't stay at home tonight. I'm sorry to hear that. Gotta go somewhere else. We're gonna stay at our uh, my uncle's place. Oh, nice. Tough. Like, it'd be nice. Be nice to be able to live in our own house. You know, these these home warranty companies. Is it, are, yeah, uh, home warranty companies. I have not had positive experience. Not a lot of n- not a lot of uh, stick to itiveness. Not a lot. Not a lot of uh, hustle. I had a home warranty company one time. I I had like a, a leak in my basement, and uh, they had to identify where the leak was coming from. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to tell them where I thought the leak was coming from, right. but they they cut a hole in my wall. Okay. Because they wanted to see if it was coming from like, right. and I'm like, I don't think it's coming from there. And they kind of, they're like, oh, it's not coming from me. I'm like, what do you do about the hole in the wall? And they're, they're they didn't not, fill it in, really? Or no, they since they sent someone, they patched it up, but they didn't paint it, so right. it was just like, you know, the, the wall was like, a, that's pretty funny, like a grayish blue covered wall. Yeah, and then there's they just patched it up with white like really yeah and so i was like this is what ridiculous. The and they paid for a site visit i had to pay right. for a site visit right i was so infuriated that's very and funny i don't usually get like infuriated but i was uh i was fired up about that so i could see that bad experience with home warranty companies anyways what's your um i don't know i don't know what we, what's the we time need this table? we need this motor what's the timetable It'd be nice if they could give us a timetable. Wouldn't that be nice if they could just yeah. say, listen, it'll probably arrive on Thursday. Then we could yeah. figure out our lives. Do you have space of, heaters that are in? We have a little crappy space yeah. heater, but yeah, I don't know. You know, if it was just me, I can sleep in the house, but it's you know, the little man. 
doesn't seem yeah, fair yeah, to him. Yeah, I, I, I can understand that. Yeah. You gave a good, uh, you gave a good, you had a good point the other day, uh, reminiscing on the, the power, the height of the, uh, the airport arrival hug. Oh yeah. From I, your son. Yes. It was, uh, that was a good hug when he, when he sees you, when he runs out. Yeah, that's a good one. You. Yeah. That, that was awesome. It was, it was my first time experiencing that. Mm, that's so, nice. Yeah. I mean, every, he's, He's flown twice before, and I had flown with him. So this is the he first can time. fly. Well, he's he, you know what I mean. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Boy, are his arms tired. You have any uh, a New Year's resolution you want to share? I have no New Year's resolutions. There's nothing you want to resolve in the next uh, or improve uh, upon. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a resolution guy. I mean, there are some things I'd like to improve about myself, but I'm not gonna. Anything you want to share on the podcast? I'm not gonna put it down on paper. So it's only me who has to like uh, bear my personal. I didn't ask like, you for a New Year's resolution. I mean, you've you asked know. me every other thing. You've asked me basically well, yeah, my social security. I program. gave you my answer. I don't really have any resolutions. You have nothing you want. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't. What do you want me to tell you? Okay. I want to sleep more, and I want to do better at the podcasting. Mm. And uh, I, I mean, this is more of an objective than a. I want to have. Uh, two stories this year that exceed the subscriber count of anything I've written so far. Okay. That's a so, good, yeah. that's, a, that's a good goal. Yes. Okay. So that I have a full year. Do you know it. I started on July 15th. My numbers are in. I, I know what, what my highest subscription story was this year. And so I, uh, I want two stories. Was that the, was that the Avante Maddox Dallas got a roommate story? Yes, that was the yeah the first like or, or or that's the only one that I'll because the one that generated the most was my my introduction right. But I'm not doing an introduction all post the, every year, so. right? All the uh, yeah. So the the first story, the Berman stands. So the Avante Maddox, uh, Dallas Goddard story was the one that generated my most subscriptions. I believe in and, you. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you. Uh, I'm gonna set the line at four and a half. I think you're gonna have. I'm gonna write four. If I write four and a half stories that exceed that, then I will. I will treat you to dinner. All right, deal. Um, I, I believe in you. I bet on. I bet on Berman. I will treat you to dinner at a restaurant of your choice. You pick Barclay me. Prime. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want the Shermer treatment. <laughs> um, that's, you see, the, the tough. You thing just said the, uh, my choice. Yeah. I could have gone further. I could have gone. Well, this is the tough thing. This is the tough thing about Barclay Prime with you. Okay. In, in all seriousness. Okay. Okay. You're more of a uh, of a. Drinker or like a like a wine drinker. Than oh. I am. You're more of a wine drinker than I am. I can go to a place and and like just just uh, I feel like you're a bottle guy. Well, not for not a bottle just for me, but yeah, but that's the thing. I wouldn't go to a place like that and get up and, and get okay. the bottle. So maybe like a BYO. We can go. <laughs> no, wow. I'm just kidding. I'm you just... don't want to go to dinner with me because you think I'm a lush. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. You know what? No, we're not going to. No, 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 no. If I'm saying, no, you know what I want? I want that. uh, I want that pizza. The uh, the pizza you like. Oh, Takanoes. Yeah, yeah. I would do that if I get one. I mean, but no. Here, I'm saying it on the pod right now. I will treat you to a steak dinner of your choice. (laughs) You don't have to do that. It's it's you doing the work. No, if I exceed. No, if I if I exceed my count. Yeah. Four times. Uh, Okay. Four times. That would. Can I invite Pat Shermer? Uh, sure, you can have Pat Shermer. That'd okay. be a good. That'd be a good story. Having yeah. dinner with Pat Shermer, I can probably expense that. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, but yeah, no, I would treat you, if if I exceed it four times. I'm saying it here on December 31st at 3:10 p.m. I will treat you. Oh, to a you're going to do dinner. that. You're I will treat you that. to a steak dinner. Yes. Okay. And it's it's what the number is at this moment. So I have it right here at okay. this moment. Deal. Deal. All right. Well, uh, happy flu year to all of our listeners. We'll be back tomorrow with Dr. Kapadia. And uh, that's it. Keep it going. For Zach and Sheil, I'm Bo. And as always, we love you.
Thank <laughs> you.